Hey everybody, I'm Jim Sammons and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show live. As always, brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company as well as all of our other awesome sponsors scrolling across the bottom right there. Of course, it is Cinco de Mayo, so happy Cinco de Mayo. So I'm actually going to step away from the Ballast Point and we're going to go for the arch enemy of the Corona and we're going to have ourselves a Pacifico today. So happy Cinco de Mayo and cheers to you all. Uh, awesome. I'm sure I'll be having a few of those later with uh, some Mexican food, some fine San Diego Mexican food, and maybe some margaritas. So I hope you guys have some fun plans for Cinco de Mayo, if you can. Uh, cool thing is, like, locally here, the water is opening up. Uh, actually got our boat all ready to go, got the trailer all fixed, my light issues I was having, which is, seems like it's always a problem with boat trailers. And so I got those fixed and uh, cleaned up some kayaks. So I plan on starting to get back out on the water here. So I hope you can do the same. So um, this show we'll be doing today is uh, part two of our Puerto Rico episode from 2014. Um, so this was a few years back. I had uh, my good buddy Luther Cyphers with us from Yak Attack and Joe Pulliam from a world famous paddler and uh, with Jackson Kayak, who actually uh, worked with me a lot when we were working on the design of the Kraken. So um, we had a, a wonderful time on this trip and uh, just, you know, so many laughs and so many good fish. And so uh, with no further ado, I see Luther has shown up because he was running a little bit late. But uh, first off, let's add, uh, bring Joe up onto the screen. Joe, how are you? Good, Jim. How are you? Good, man. It was fun catching up with you a little bit before the show started. I, we haven't chatted in a, in a while because uh, you are now retired. So I actually made this for Joe. You can, Joe can be reached at retired.com. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Joe doesn't want to be found. He just wants to go paddling. So that would be uh, good. That would be good right now. <laughs> yeah, once uh, once things all open up, and and I'm you know fingers crossed it. At least here in San Diego and California, things are loosening up a little bit. Um, you know, you still gotta get still gotta do the right thing. Um, but uh, you know, because I don't want to get sick, I don't want to get any of my family sick. But at least, like I said, for us, the water is finally open, so we can get out and fish and paddle and stuff. And yeah. and here too, they have they have relaxed restrictions on boat landings and water access points. So, and where are you? Where, where, where are you located, Joe? Good. I'm in the northwest corner of South Carolina. Okay, yeah, Very thirty minutes from the mountains and three hours from the beach. Three three hours is a little bit too far from the beach for me, but uh, I'm sure it's it's beautiful. Um, yeah, spent some time in South Carolina all? last year. It's a beautiful. We place. we had a. In, an encounter there when we were working on the Kraken in Charleston yeah. area. Yeah. Did yeah. some surfing. Yeah. Super fun. Super fun. So our other guest is uh, Luther. He's been on the show many times. He's a good friend of ours. Luther Cyphers with Yak Attack. Luther, how are you, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Luther. 
Hey, Joe, how you doing, buddy? It's been a while. It's been a minute, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, got to walk, wash down the Corona with a Pacifica. <laughs> Battling. Oh, he's going Corona. <laughs> so, you know, guys, we haven't had a chance to uh, share, you know, swap stories or uh, chat in a long time. Um, great trip. Uh, I don't know if you saw, I mean, I aired the first half of, or the first episode from that trip was last week and I had Omar Araka on our good friend and guide and just had, it just brought back so many memories because the cool thing is for me is, is I don't, I don't watch the show, you know, it's like, so being able to do this, I get a chance to go back and watch things and, and kind of relive them. And I don't watch them, you know, before we do these. So it brings back a lot of memories. Um, one of which, I don't know, where did he go? Where'd he go? Do you, do you have him with you? Do you have it? I was thinking about that. Oh, you know what? I do. <laughs> I pulled that out because yeah. I mean, this, these were our good luck charms when Luther yep. showed up with these. Yeah, Ty, Ty Roth, Hooks by Ty, he made those for us right before the trip. Yeah, remember, I've got mine. It's back in Virginia. I'm in South Carolina right now. But, oh, okay. It yeah. was the Tarpon Mojo, if you it recall. Was. That's right. <laughs> and and the funny thing was, I think it was like the, the first day was really, really tough fishing. We, uh, it was just Joe and I fished. Um, Luther, you showed up the next day. Um, and we we just had a brutal time. We we were missing fish. And I don't think we landed any fish the first day. And then Luther shows up, hands out the tarpon mojo. And the fishing just goes boom, 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 boom. Just gets better and better and better as that trip went on. It was, uh, it was, I remember it as being a phenomenal trip. Uh, we caught a lot. Yeah, even Joe. Unbelievable. <laughs> even Joe. Joe didn't catch a lot, but I did, I did, I did catch my first tarpon and that was, uh, that was special. Yeah. And, and I'm such a cool place. I mean, like, like, I think Joe, actually, one of the things you mentioned, uh, when we were talking yesterday, um, the cool thing about Puerto Rico for somebody who wants to go on an adventure, go to someplace different, it's super easy, right? I mean, it, it's so easy to get there. It, it's what, what was it? Where we stayed was what, five minutes away from the airport. Well, yeah. Every place I've gone where you change culture that much, you're looking at a long drive, rough roads, who knows what after you land. And this was, you land 10 minutes later, we're at our lodge and you fish from, from where we were staying. That was pretty, pretty special. Plus you don't, don't have the hassles of, of border crossings. Right. It, it's, it's an easy place for Americans to travel to. And, and what Omar and I were talking about uh, last week is, you know, hopefully once this all settles down, because I mean, no place, I don't, I can't think of any place has been, been through a series of events that has affected him so much as Puerto Rico, you know, that, that hurricane was so bad. Um, and then the, you know, it seems like they're getting going again. And then all those earthquakes and then the coronavirus. So <laughs> I think of any destination that people maybe are thinking about going fish into a destination that could use our help, it, it's that one because they had just got hammered. You know, it was three strikes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So 
I'm going to um, jump in. we got a few comments, questions. Um, actually, Liam, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Omar Araka <coughs> regards Joe. Big hug. And Omar, Hello, is, Omar. is watching. Omar is a great guy. Um, James Macbeth. We all know James Macbeth uh, with Jackson Kayak. Thanks for joining hey. us, James. James and I had uh, the the – the next time I went to Puerto Rico after this episode was with James, and uh, we'll be showing that one, and I'll be laughing at all the fish that he lost on that one. It was a lot. Um, Sean Russell, how you doing, man? Let my people go surfing. <laughs> how you Let doing? Thanks. For yeah. We have Yvonne Chouinard on, on the line. <laughs> Thanks for watching us on uh, Kayak Fishing Tales, our YouTube channel. William, how you doing? Sean says the cough doesn't sound good. I, I don't. I just had a little tickle in my throat. I'm hundred percent. I guarantee it. Um, Omar says so cool to see us all together. So many great memories. Uh, Sean says, "Hey, Luther." What's up, Sean? And whoa, that jumped to a different. What do you guys use for stringers on your kayak? Any try sound minded live well style net okay that went into a straight into a question because i actually clicked on one above it i didn't mean to click on that one uh i don't like stringers because i'm a saltwater guy so i always keep my fish in an insulated game bag on the kayak the one one time that i in open water where i would ever off my kayak was because i had some yellowtail on a game clip that got knocked in the water and a sea lion grabbed it yanked me over sent all my gear to the bottom so no, I'm not a big fan of stringers. Um, live well, net styles, not good. Uh, they do tangle up in your bait too much. If you want to use something over the side, bait tubes work better in my opinion. Gene Wilson finally got reception and greetings from the water. Thanks, Gene. Gene always joins us. Thank you so much. She is awesome. And Chris Lemons, hope all is good. Thanks for joining us, Chris. So. Before we get going on this, uh, Luther, I just want to touch on what you've been doing. Uh, the project, the personal protective equipment, stuff that you've been going, is that still something you're, you're still charging forward with? Yeah, we're, um, we're in production on basically a face shield. Um, lightweight face shield kind of goes on like a pair of glasses, got a little strap over the top of the head and a clear shield. Um, we're in production on those. Um, these positive pressure respirators that they use uh, it's kind of like a hazmat suit looking thing with a face shield on it um, those shields are also the world supplies kind of dried up so we've developed a process for making those and then we're starting to distribute these these kits for sewing masks so it's like pre-cut patterns out of filtration material that was actually developed for hvac but it's safe to breathe through um, Texas A&M Texas did a study and drew some equivalents to like these HVAC ratings versus like, you know, for filtration for the purposes that we need them right now. So we followed some of those guidelines and have put together some like mask kits that people can sew. Um, and then we've got a rubberized respirator that we've, we've got everything tooled up except for a little nose piece. We found we need a little bit of a nose piece to just kind of squeeze it a little bit right where your nose meets your face. Um, I think a week to 10 days and that'll be in production. And then yeah, it's just one thing after another local hospitals tell us what they need, or we find out through 
you know, social media or some of the groups that we're in, what's needed, things that kind of match with our capabilities. We've been, you know, jumping in, trying to tool up and, and get out there. It's, it's, I think it was, I want to say it's six weeks ago today that we decided to get involved with it. And, you know, we've that's, that's very cool. If somebody, if somebody wants to jump on board to try to help you, what, <laughs> yeah, can you shoot out with the best way for them to help donate? Cause I know this is something you guys have, have been working really hard on and, and getting donations to, to yeah. materials and everything. Yeah. So basically what we're doing is smaller, like, um, you know, like we just sent some stuff to a, um, a lady who's getting deployed down to, I guess, Florida or wherever, getting sent down there to help with the virus. She was afraid she wouldn't get personal protective equipment down there, some indication she wouldn't. So we sent her that, you know, so we've been able to donate the smaller quantities um, all over the place. And then when we get to the larger quantities, hospitals and stuff like that, we're just asking them to cover costs so we can make another one, basically, so we can keep this going. Um, but there's a GoFundMe page out there. I don't have the link memorized. We're at the point now where we've gotten it off the ground. There's some money left in the donation fund that we're using, again, for these smaller donations. We've gotten a good response from the hospitals and the rescue squads and, you know, the, the organizations. For them, it's not a matter of, you know, any aversion to covering costs. It's a matter of availability. That's just not right. Available. So w- what we're trying to do is keep our business going without running out of money so we can keep doing this um but it's not really a business for us as much as it's a it's an effort to try to help get this thing right out. right well if, if somebody ha- you know one of our viewers if they happen to know what that link is because uh, i i know a lot of our 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 viewers or followers of you as well so if somebody could pop that up into the comments so they know where that is or if later on i'll, I'll go into the comments and and add that in there so very cool sure but we came here to watch a video i don't know if you guys you've even seen it I said, you know, this would have been, uh, yeah, I said this was 2014, so six years ago. It's hard to believe it's been six years. Yeah. (laughs) So with no further ado, let's, let's get this thing rolling. This week on Jackson Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show, Jim Salmon's Luther Cypress. Guys, give me a thumbs up if you can hear it. Continuing their Puerto Rican fishing awesome. adventure with Caribbean Outfitters. The big tarpon have been sighted, the weather's looking good, and it's time to catch big fish from little plastic boats. Just that little teaser there. Basically, when you were sitting there, remember, you are basically right in the flight path. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Shark Shield, the world's only proven and tested shark deterrent technology. Raymarine, 
Don't just go fishing, go hunting underwater with Raymarine. Mountain Khaki, live life untucked. Ram Mounts, innovative mounting systems proudly made in the USA. And Hook One, everything you need to get out there and hook one. This week, Jim Sammons joins Puerto Rican kayak fishing guide Omar Araca of Caribbean Outfitters to hook up on Big Tarpon in the lagoons of San Juan. I like catching big fish off my kayak. There, there's nothing like it. I mean, I love billfish. I like tuna. Tarpon are right up there. I mean, if I had to pick two fish that are my favorite, it, it's those marlin and tarpon um, because they're so big and so powerful and acrobatic. And there's a certain challenge to the tarpon where, I mean, they're hitting your bait. They're, they're great at knocking your bait out of the water but not connecting with the hook. So there's, wow. a, there's that certain challenge and a little bit of a learning curve when we haven't um, <laughs> caught them before. Here's a piece of paradise. You know, the flights from, at least from me on the East Coast, were incredibly inexpensive. So I, I you know, was really surprised that, you know, two or three guys could come down here. Omar's got the kayaks. I mean, way within reach. I mean, a two or three day trip is within reach of anybody. It's, it's no more than a couple of rod and reel outfits that, that most people have in their arsenal. So um, yeah, absolutely achievable. And for me, it was absolutely a trip of a lifetime. Well, I mean, the approach, I mean, uh, as you know, we've been seeing some fish, but it hasn't been and um, the numbers of frenzies or massive size schools. So they've been approaching and working the drop off. This area has been dredged. So that's one of the advantages. Some of the drop off can be very radical, you know, from one foot of water straight down to 20, 30 feet down. And those walls, are, they, they love to hang out on them. Most of these walls are made, or these banks are made out of uh, uh, oysters, little tiny oysters, and uh, perch feed on them. So the tarpon are hanging around waiting for one of those perch to just swim a little too far from the bank. And... That's why we came here to fish with Omar again. Yeah! Fish. That was fun. Getting to know Omar, Omar was really special. He is incredibly knowledgeable, not only about fishing, he's super passionate about it. He knows this stuff and knew all about the, the, the wildlife and sort of the, the bigger ecological scene. This week in Puerto Rico, we have been lucky enough to have three great Jackson kayaks here with us. We have the Cuda 14. We have the big rig and we have my new signature boat, the Kraken. I can't tell you, I love my Kraken, but I also had a great time on the big rig. I tell you what, standing up and fighting one of these big fish is such a thrill that you, you've got to give it a try. Standing up and sight casting and throwing lures, the big rig is just that ultra stable boat. I think you'll love it. The big rig, I mean, what a, what a fun, platform to fish off of. I mean, I watched Jim fighting this tarpon standing up, you know, that's something I didn't do. Um, but it's, you know, it's big rigs, a great boat for, you know, if you, you know, aren't super comfortable on a kayak, or if you've got a body of water where you really need to, to fish it standing up. Um, if you like to carry a lot of gear, you know, if you're a bigger guy, I mean, there's a hundred reasons that, that that's a great boat and, um, watching Jim standing up fighting the tarpon, I kind of sealed the deal. The Cuda, which um, I didn't spend any time on it this trip, 
but have a lot of time and is such a super versatile SUV, if you will, of fishing kayaks. It's stable enough to stand up in. But Dang, it's an infomercial. And is a great <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Cuda was uh, was a lot sort of in between the two boats in a lot of ways. It was it was um, it's got great initial stability. It's um, I, of course, I'm ignoring all the the, the kayak stuff and just watching the fish. Really we caught such a variety of sizes of fish. Um, overall, yeah, that's a great picture. That and versatility of it is. Really I remember hard catching that one really Check small one on like really light tackle. Kayaks. That was so much Jackson kayak dealer. Stay tuned. When we return, Jim hooks into a beast just as the sun goes down. It's funny, remember I mean, that, I remember that fish. Back yeah, there. look at that light. Like a, a screen grab on my display because I had one that you could tell you could tell by the image that it was a tarpon. The kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Learn more at jacksonkayak.com. So there's our commercial break. Um like I said, to me, that's just bringing up so many great memories. The, the variety of sizes of fish that we caught. Like you said, you caught that one that was really small, but I mean, on light tackle, what a blast. And then, yeah. you know, the medium sized one, and then a, a few really, really nicer size fish. Yeah. <clears throat> and the and the power of those fish just to pull the kayak around. I mean, I, at one point we had, you know, what, two boats hanging on to Three my boats. boat. Well, yeah. three, three together yeah. that, you know, trying to slow that fish down Omar yeah. up there, like a drill sergeant. He's like, keep the tip up, keep the tip up. Like, <laughs> so, so, so in my mind that went on for two hours. Did that really go on for two hours? It was a long fight. A long um, yeah. I remember, I, I'm pretty Whoa, sure that's the fight. fish where I had looked over and you were trolling along the mangroves and I saw it blow up behind you. Yeah. And then that fish towed you all over that estuary. And then remember it getting all wrapped up in weeds. Oh, we're going to yeah. see that. I think that's, I think that might be like the last fish on this episode. Uh, I think it was, it was like the last thing that happened. Nothing on the trip. So. Yeah. yeah. It, it was super dead. Like I had a, I think I had a dead perch out and I was, I was trying to cast mangrove snapper. You know, I was just, just had it out drifting and, and that thing hitting the super, super shallow water and then immediately wrapped himself around some timber and, you know, it was, it was wild. So we have some uh, more questions, comments. Of course, Gene is saying, very awesome, Luther. Um, we have Raphael. Hello from Sweden. It's good to see you're all healthy. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Raphael. Got a lot of uh, friends in Sweden. I hope they're all doing well with of course, they, they handed, uh, handled it completely different. Oh, Sean, thank you so much for getting that link to the GoFundMe up. I knew one of our people would find it. They always do. Serge, always joining us from Canada. Thank you, man. Dave, how you doing? <laughs> Sean, look at all the hair on Jim's head. I don't think I've seen you without a hat before. Um, you know what? My hair is almost back like that again. <laughs> I, I need a haircut so bad. Um it's not quite there, but it, it, it's bad. My wife likes my hair long. I, I prefer it short. Uh, Richard, thanks for joining us from Georgia. And Lisa, Nelson, awesome tarpon, such a cool fish. I'll have to check that off my bucket list someday. Uh, they remind me of she fish. Lisa, we met um, 
one of the early years of our trips on a, a trip up in Alaska. Uh, her parents owned the lodge that we were at. Um, thanks for joining us, Lisa. I appreciate it. Um, anyway, let's get this thing uh, back on. See what happens next. This week, Jim is joined by Luther Cyphers, owner and mind behind Yak Attack Fishing Accessories, and kayaking legend Joe Pullian from Jackson. Legend, Kayak. Joe. Instead legend. Yeah, right. Nest Lodge, Omar has been running carpet <laughs> fishing trips in the lagoons for years and has now found a way to bring his customers closer to the fish thanks to a fleet of Jackson kayaks. Will sure, sure puts this on the all, narrator uh, voice, doesn't second he? Trip before we go. <laughs> and uh, if you watch the show, you know the first time we came here, the fishing was a little bit tough. But we came back for, for two reasons. We came back because we wanted to fish with Omar Araka again. He, just such a high energy, enjoyable, cool guy to hang out with and super knowledgeable of this fishery. We also came back because he made us promises. He told us that last trip was not the norm we had a, a weird situation a, a weather change a water change it just threw everything into a tizzy and, and the fish just didn't chew like he knew that they could he promised us that you could get better fishing here than what we had seen the last time and because we loved fishing with the guys so much even though the fishing was bad we had to come back we had to see if his words were true and i'm telling you what he was right Affordable adventure in a rustic that's cultural filled like setting tackle. right next to one of the finest that's, that's in the a world. super Great fun size right there. On every it was so much fun. Good list. A long day on the water comes to a close with several more fish landed. Reluctantly, Jim takes one last cast before heading in for the night. Other than that, a little sunset fish. And looking at the sunset. Looking at the sunset. That took more line than any carbon I've had. I mean, it just smoked line off the reel. That sound we love to hear. Yeah. You know, this is a return trip for us to Puerto Rico. Um, our first trip, we caught some really good fish, but we had a tough time. Uh, but Omar said, you know, kept telling us how good it was. And we believed in him and we believed in this fishery. So we, we decided we had to come back. And I'm telling you so far, it's been everything he said, it, you know, we had a little bit of a learning curve. We lost some fish, but, uh, each day the fishing's gotten better. Luther brought some tarpon mojo for us with some little tarpon emblems. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> Splash me in the face. And it's just been good fish today. Luther got a couple of really nice fish. I've had a couple of fish, and, and the last one was pretty good, and, and this one's definitely bigger. I had it in my hand again, same thing. It just I couldn't get my hand in the right position to, to pull it up, and I tried to get my hand in the gill plate. When I did that, he shook his head. Wow, that was a good fish. That was a big fish. This week in Puerto Rico yeah, that was... has been hot. Not only has it been hot, it's been humid. That was a, a really good fish. And talk about 
how to stay the, safe and comfortable in the heat. There's a, to you a lot Yak of good Attack. fish there. I mean, Yak Attack. you'd see them rolling. In kayak um, I said the, the first time we went, we ended up getting, we only caught two fish the entire ago, trip. But, all I can say but we saw a lot of fish. They just wouldn't eat. Humid. If you want to make sure you stay safe, you don't bonk out there in the sun, it's very important you take some precautions. You know, good sunscreen, of course, is important. Most people want to think, oh, it's hot. I'm going to wear short sleeves and shorts. Yeah, that's that's nice for a short time out on the water, but it actually... See that planer board in my hand? That much sun exposure on your skin. That's for taking the line out to the side. So I don't know if you guys remember, I had a tarpon try to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... shirts, long pants. But nice light stuff, like the Mountain Khaki has very nice light shirts. They're quick drying. They evaporate. The moisture on your skin evaporates very quickly. Uh, the same with the pants. There's, there's nothing worse than being out there. Yeah, the other thing that's cool about that spot, that and I don't know if, it, if it's in the show, One of but the items that you know, we're in that really lagoon and a lot short boat ride, and we're out in blue water, you know, looking for for uh, billfish. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the I think the blue water. God, you know what I remember about that? You remember about being out on the blue water? It was insanely hot. Yeah, it was very hot. I remember it being just insanely, insanely hot out there on that one. Yeah, and only Kelsey got to jump in. <laughs> that was a cool thing about this trip as well, is we had two videographers. And I most of the time on our shoots, I have one. So having two, having Will and Kelsey there, so one guy could focus on those slow-mo shots, all the really cool shots we're seeing. Um, and then the other guy focusing on, you know, maybe the wide angle or, or whatever. So I think that's what made this such a cool episode and getting so many just amazing jump shots. Yeah. Well, we didn't have much luck out in the ocean, but, um, was, I'm really glad we went out there. That was fun. Oh yeah. It, it was absolutely beautiful, but no, I don't think we caught anything out there. Maybe a, maybe a vertical jigging got a fish. I don't, I don't recall. I said it's been a long time. Keep that sun Let's see. my face. <laughs> my nose getting fried and just to keep you from feeling like you're getting baked is the buff and this one yeah really nice we're in those now <laughs> my neck and has the breathing holes for your mouth even even shoes you know keeping the tops of your feet covered up because i tell you what getting the tops of your feet burned is miserable so something that's breathable nice and light uh, but covering as much skin as possible of course a wide brimmed hat you know you see me wearing that thing all the time but it really is a lifesaver when it comes to keeping the tops of your ears from being burned and the top of your face and, and a little bit of the sun out of your eyes. Good sunglasses, you know, all this stuff. That's this week's kayak fishing tip. You look young, man, Joe. It's Luther's turn. I was six years younger. In Mojo and Land of Beast. <laughs> the kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by Hook One. It was definitely a, a little less gray then. Learn more at kayakfishinggear.com. Gray is good. At least I've got it. I still got all that hair up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've had an easy life. <clears throat> I have. The show is brought to you in part by Ram Mounts, innovative mounting systems proudly made in the USA. It's the second last day of the fishing trip, and yesterday the big fish moved into the lagoons, just as Captain Omar had predicted. That's right where you fell in the water, Joe, was right in this area here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well.
I wasn't going to let this show go by without mentioning you falling in the water. I think, well, I think that was the first day we were there, and I'm trying to. I guess I'm not very used to climbing into kayaks out of power boats. But, uh, <laughs> I think I might have got one foot one foot on the kayak. And, uh, I remember turning around and you were in the water. It's like what the heck just happened? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh <laughs> yeah, well, I've been in water before. <laughs> Wow. They love to get you wet. Yeah. We were just seeing fish in that little zone. Said I got hit and missed the bait. And like two seconds later, Joe got hit and he was about, you know, I don't know, 50 yards from me. And mm. so I had no bait. I just had a dead bait. So I just launched it into this, this trench. And so there's a bank here and there's a deep spot. We knew, I metered fish in there the other day. So we knew there was fish holding in that area generally. So tossed that dead bait in there. And uh, I mean, it wasn't out two seconds and just got slammed. Did a great jump right off my bow ran screamed off some some line and then just did another beautiful jump off my bow just gills flared body moving i tell you you get a chance to come down to tarpon's nest and fish with omar araka you got to do it this is just a, such a, a fantastic fishery oh man that was some good fun i mean we've caught a lot of tarpon we've caught them this big and we've caught them this big I mean, we've got we've got them all sizes. It's just been a fantastic trip so far. We still got a day and a half to fish. Whew. This week, while we're in Puerto Rico, the bigger fish have moved in, and that's why we've all moved to a little bit heavier gear. We're all using the uh, release reels, SG and release reels. reels, lever drag reels, Singler. super smooth drag. Yeah. Good Siegler reels. Great for there it is. Fish. Uh, <laughs> a little bit shorter rods. Still a soft tip. You don't want to pull the hook on these fish when they jump. But a little bit shorter, so you have a little bit more power. I remember the, uh, when we first got these guys were loaded with so I'm like, when 50 the fish pound jump, Seaguar you actually want to give them line. That's that hollow core braid that I like so much. Taking up the, that was the most counterintuitive thing in the world to try to do. Right. Basically, well, they say bow to them, but mainly you just want to point your rod at them. Yeah, like jousting. You know? That's, yeah, that's, that's what right. Omar said. It's like you're jousting the fish. Yeah, because uh, if they're jumping like that and they land on the line, or you know, it, if you got too much pressure, they're going to throw the hook or just break the line when they land on it. But uh, man, just watching this, I, I have not watched these things. I'm just watching these tarp, and it's like, man, I just want to go fishing. <laughs> I really want to go fishing, and I want to go fishing for tarpon. There, yeah. There's something about these fish that jump like that. It's just so exciting. There, uh, the first time I ever was around tarpon was snorkeling in somewhere in the Caribbean, and wow, they are just magnificent creatures. Yeah, yeah, and um, we went to. Um, I said the, the trip following this that when I went with James Macbeth, uh, there were areas that, and basically, you couldn't fish there because they were just hand fed from restaurants and stuff, and they're just hundreds and hundreds of them underneath these docks, and you know, then go away from that area and working topwater lures and just, oh my gosh, so much fun. 
So much fun. I, I was supposed to go back to Puerto Rico this year. I was actually supposed to be there sometime this month. And uh, because of, you know, the situation, we had to cancel that trip. So uh, <laughs> since we've paused, may as well check in and say hello to a few people here. Uh, Lost Horizon Fishing, how you doing up in Huntington Beach, man? Um, <laughs> Gene, Will does such great voiceovers. Yes, Will gets into the total um, narrator voice. Sometimes sounds a bit like uh, Kermit the Frog. But uh, <laughs> he definitely... Back in the day, we used to joke about it quite a bit, but uh, he, as the shows went on later on, I think he toned it down a bit, but uh, I had a lot of fun. I traveled with Will for a, every shoot for 10 years. Uh, he and I worked together, so it was always so much fun working with Will. Um, Eric P., uh, what not to use for those big fish? Um, generally speaking, if you're live bait fishing, I use a loop knot, like a perfection loop. Uh, I like that, that bait free swimming, free swinging, I should say. Uh, but it depends on what, you know, I, I was using uh, heavier fluorocarbon uh, and that's just a super easy knot to tie with heavy line, you know. Um, Dave Fowler, thanks for joining us from Ottawa. Kelly, watching from Thailand. How are you, Kelly? Uh, my wife and I visited Thailand for a few weeks this year and we met Kelly and she was nice enough to cook for us and we watched the super bowl at her house in thailand wow so thanks for joining us kelly Let's keep it rolling then i was using 60 pound seaguar fluorocarbon as my leader so it was a good sized leader that i could grab to pull in those fish that's what i was using this week in puerto rico check it out well the tide had slacked off the fish had kind of slowed down and I could see a little current break. It started paddling over to it. And I mean, right away, I saw a couple of fish rolling in it. It made a loop and just worked that current break. And I was turning around, coming back through where I saw the fish when it hit and uh, hit hard. Hit hard. I saw the bait go flying, reeled up on it, you know, had the fish hook. And then it jumped again towards me. And I thought it had, I had lost it. And uh, I mean, it was swimming so fast towards me. I was reeling line as fast as I could. And nothing and i put my hands up i was like man it's over and then i saw the line starting to tighten up so i grabbed my rod again and it would it just swam right under the boat and it was on after that textbook technique there luther <laughs> had a good coach thank you <laughs> Um, like Jim was saying, the, the mouth, there's not a lot to grab to the way it's shaped and the angle that you're at in the kayak, you know, it's kind of tough to figure out how to get a hold on it. And then you're really relying on clamp strength more than, you know, actually being locked into the fish's mouth. So a couple of times he kind of, kind of got away from me, but fortunately it was hooked well. That was so a decent fish right there, man. Yeah. That was my first decent one. Get the feel of a tarpon on my lap. Oh, so pretty. <laughs> Turn, it's the last day in Puerto Rico and the last chance for big fish. The kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by InReach Explorer, the only truly global satellite communicator with built-in navigation, including waypoints and routing.
Did either of you guys get the wonderful experience on these tarpon of having one take a giant dump on you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, they, I think that's just seemed to go with, with the territory. <laughs> I remember that the first, the, the big one I caught on the first trip we went and, and it's like, I didn't care because I mean, we had waited so long to get a fish. The thing must've let 20 pounds out on me. I mean, it was all over my lap, all over. I had a pile underneath my seat like this. It's like the price you pay for putting a kayak or a tarpon up on your kayak. But, uh, woo, <laughs> it was bad. I remember some smelly gear. Yeah. And if you pull them, when you pull them up on your lap, I mean, that they, they definitely have a, like a gooey slime to them that just sticks to everything. Oh, what happened here? Ruh row. <coughs> we got to see Luther, Luther in the, the big, the big show fight. Is brought to you in part by Shark Shield, makers of the Freedom 7, a compact, versatile, and lightweight personal shark deterrent system. Welcome back. This week, Jim Sammons is fishing for big tarpon in the lagoons of Puerto Rico with Captain Omar Araka from Caribbean Outfitters. Look at that. Those iguanas were everywhere. Man. And they're huge. I couldn't believe how big yeah, they were. We've been fishing split days, early tide and late tide. The last day... Omar, uh, in the last episode, Omar was telling me that the um, a lot of the uh, iguanas kind of got washed yeah. away yeah. <laughs> during the hurricane. He goes, yeah, but they're coming back. Couldn't believe how many we saw. Yeah, he believe. says there's not nearly as many right now. They got, they got got by the hurricane. The way the tides were going to work out, it was going to be a long middle of the day. We had pretty high hopes. Um, got out there and the fish just weren't really that active. Uh, it was it was a little bit slow for the probably the first half of the day, and um, we started seeing a few fish roll. I think Jim got a hookup. Uh, Joe had a couple of hits, but I hadn't gotten hit since early in the morning. So I decided to go over to the mangroves and, and catch a snook. And I left my perch out, you know, drifting, hoping maybe to pick up a tarpon. And I got up into some branches, was casting at the mangroves, and. All of a sudden, I felt my, my kayak was completely sideways to the line that I had out, and I felt the thing wobble. I thought I had, had hit a stump, and then the big splash came, and it was a big old fish. And right away, my first concern was we were in the branches. You know, got to get this fish out of these branches. I could feel the line was wrapped around the branch or rubbing up against the branch. But um, second jump cleared the branch, and we were able to fight the fish out of there. And then the next two, two and a half hours was um, the fish just towing me around at, at just a super powerful fish uh we got luther hooked up with a real big fish i think he's way over 100. fish was hooked up in probably less than a foot of water right in front of the river and we have a little creek here in san jose lagoon that it dumps a lot of bait uh, fresh water along with uh with uh, all the nutrients that these fish are looking for and uh so uh all tangled in that weed yeah. against the mangrove right in that shallow area where the where the rivers uh, uh, dump of the water and uh, he just hooked a massive size fish the fish got to be way over 100. 
it's like the first, you know, five, 10 minutes is nothing but adrenaline. The next 10 minutes or so, you start to get that little bit of burn. But after that, it's just determination, you know. Um, Jim was joking at, at me on one point saying, you better not hand this thing off. And I was like, that's the last thing that's going to happen. You know, no matter what, I'm going to I'm gonna fight this fish till I land it. And, you know, it's just, it's just how it is. I mean, that's a fish of a lifetime. That's a moment you don't want to miss. And um, I'm just thankful to have had the opportunity to do it. Omar was a man on a mission when he, he the pulled the fish, measured it, so had it back in the water, here. like a minute. This went okay. <clears throat> One awesome fish. Probably over an hour of a half fight, man. On the new Kraken, it was a great <laughs> fight. Luther really killed his back in there, man. It was just great. Awesome, man. <laughs> See you again, guys. We were all worn out. Yeah, years that was a team effort. It was a total team effort. Yeah, that was fun. Just like any fisherman, we like to have our electronics. It makes a huge difference in being able to uh, locate fish. Locate I mean, it didn't school, uh, you know, didn't show it as well. But that I point where you were leaning, Joe, when you were leaning uh, over, had your boat leaned over, reaching across Luther's boat to get that 50 pounds of all meat that, uh, line. Yeah, you can see yeah. all that great stuff. And that fish was towing all three of us around at one point. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. Underneath you. I mean, it's <coughs> such a strong fish. It is to be able to know where the structure is in areas you have no idea for tarpon fishing that we're doing here in puerto rico knowing where the channels are they're a little bit deeper that maybe i'll still fish. always remember this Check that one that that gray marines great sundown shot that great sundown fish i had that was so cool Triple yeah, lifetime, man. Two, uh, the two big, big fish, biggest fish were right at the end of the day right wonderful time here at the tarpon's nest Puerto Rico is an awesome fishery. If you ever get a chance, you've got to visit this place. Fantastic fishing. Good memories. For sure. Yeah, I've, uh, like I said, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed um, reliving these episodes because I say, you know, I don't sit around and watch my own show. <laughs> Um, and you know, I, I, I may have seen it when it, when it first came out, uh, when I did a, you know, quality control review of the episode, but I, I don't sit and watch them. So be able to sit here and watch the episode with you guys has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you yeah, taking man. the time and, uh, coming on here with me. Uh, again, you know, I know, uh, somebody did put in the comments, Luther. So for, for that donation stuff. They can uh, reach you that way, uh, but also, of course, at yakattack.com. And, of course, everybody wants to track down Joe. He's retired. He doesn't want to be reached. He's at retired.com. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else, guys? You, you going you gonna to go out and have some Mexican food, uh, have some tequila or anything for Cinco de Mayo? Don't about go out. but um, going to stay in and have some tequila? <laughs> Maybe another Corona. <laughs> Well, I wish you guys all the best, and hopefully we get to fish again together again sometime. Um, and That's everybody right. be safe. Good seeing Good you guys. Good memories. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Right. Take care, guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed reliving that uh, that episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode as well. Um, this Thursday, don't forget to join us uh, for our throwback years, the ocean kayak years. We'll be um, 
showing, I believe, our first trip to Texas, where we were invited down to fish in uh, and help with one of the very first Heroes on the Water events. Uh, I'm trying to get my, my buddy Jeff Herman to come on as the guest to uh, share the memories on that one. And uh, um, it was it was a really, really good time. And uh, being around the Heroes on the Water guys way back then was was very, very cool. So thank you all for joining us. If you um, are getting out on the water, remember, please, please, please wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. You take care.